MUS 143 is a podcast dedicated to music lovers where we're going to review albums we believe are great and hopefully you'll think they're great as well. We created this podcast to be able to express our love for the music, the artists, and the producers who put their heart and soul into making these great recordings. We're going to talk about production, lyrics, and other fun facts related to the albums. We want to build a community of people like us who truly love and appreciate music where we can bond and have dialogue about the greatest songs ever made. And together, we can all make time for our love of music. Action! Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I think that the album kind of speaks for itself, man. It's, 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 it's a classic. It, it definitely is. So, um, you know, why don't we get into... Uh... That's the way we're living. Talk yeah. to me about that joint. This is a, a excellent way to start an album off, man. Like I, I really feel like you can really tell like this was like the Jam and Lewis sound um, at the time. Like it reminds me of so many other produced records by uh, Jam and Lewis that I was. Well, just let like, me let me just say this before you continue. So this this record was actually produced by Jelly Bean Johnson. Really? So, you know, yeah. Okay. Jelly so Bean so did Black Cat for Janet Jackson. Um, you know, he did criticize for Alexander O'Neill. So he was definitely a part of that flight time team and they had that Minneapolis sound. It was so, an influence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. What you hear. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it, it it really reminded me of that sound, is 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 a better right, way to put it, like right. you said. Yeah. And um it's just it's a it's an incredible way to start the album. And I think that um it's 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 just a it's it's a great record. Like I said, produced by Jelly Bean Johnson. This song was actually written by the group members, and that's why it had such a true-to-life ah, uh, message to it, right? right? And like I said before, I think one of the cool things about Jam and Lewis was that they brought the group members into the writing and production process. They didn't, you know, keep them out, you know, mm -hmm. maybe like some of, you know, some of the records that they had done in the past. They, you know, was like, hey, get involved. You know, if we if we got we're gonna make something good, we're gonna put it on the album. So right. um I love how this song had that live sound to it, like it was really recorded at a concert. That's yeah. one of the great things about that's the way we're living. And then it also sets the stage for like I was saying about that heartbreak tour, about them dropping album and going mm -hmm. right out on tour. Even the videos, right? You remember if it is a love, they preparing right, you know, right. for a show. It was you listen genius. to You're Not My Kind of Girl, right? Right. Um, they was on stage. Right. I think they might have did a video for Crucial. Like everything was them 
being on on stage on tour. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, it had that live sound to it. And I just love how the message was that they was putting in work to achieve perfection right. as a group. So they was coming out and they was they was they was ready. You know what I'm saying? They was going give the world, you know, a great album and a great tour. So that's the way we're living sets that off. Next record I want to talk about that is uh talk about is that where it all started from. Uh, talk yeah. to me about that joint. Love this. I love this record. I love this record so much. I love this record a lot because I feel like, again, you know how you were saying that that the Jam and Lewis process is kind of like they let them talk and and whatever. Yeah. And it's almost as if, you know, when Mike was, you know, at the beginning was kind of explaining how where it they, all started was right. back in Boston, Massachusetts, you know, some I, time ago. Yeah. Believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to me, it was like you know he, he was they were reintroducing themselves as artists. And really, uh, you know, speaking on, you know, you know, uh, styles and 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 you know, clones and and look, us being the originators and, and right. things like that. And I just, this is just a really, really good song. It's 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 produced excellently. Yeah. Um, it really has a lot of emotion to it, um, and it's a feel good record too. Right. Picture this: where it all started was back. In Boston, Massachusetts, some time ago. And by reopening the doors to all you, a little salt was thrown on me and my boys. You know what I'm saying? But now we're back, picking up where we left off. Oh, yeah. And through this song, process of elimination will be done. You better started written and produced by Jimmy and Terry had a beautiful sound to it you know this is like the 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 jab at new kids on the block right mm-hmm. because you know everybody knows Maurice Starr he was the one who gave new edition their big break to record their first album he also discovered new kids on the block and you know they were like the white version of new edition <laughs> right you know and you know, on this record, it's like, you know, New Edition is on the Eddie Kang Jr. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I know what you've been trying to do, mm-hmm. but you ain't going to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. So, you know, um, I'm going to tell you, though, the funny thing, right, that I remember as a kid, and me and Brother Gree talked about this a, a bunch of times, right? But they used to have this store called Cowdoor back in the day, right? Man, they had six aisles of new kids on the block merch, bro. Yeah, when I crazy. tell you, they had one aisle was just all t-shirts, right? 
Bro, they had trapper keepers, <laughs> lunch boxes, uh-huh. pillowcases, dolls, swishy sets, ping pong paddles, <laughs> board games, comic books, viewmasters. Wow. Bro, when I tell you New Kids on the Block was like the biggest thing, I, yo, you remember how big Spice Girls was, right? Huge, yeah. Yo, I think New Kids on the Block had more merch than them, bro. That's like, crazy. yo, their merch. Somebody made a billion dollars in New Kids <laughs> on the Block merch. I don't know who did. But, yo, anybody who was around at that time could tell, yo, New Kids on the Block has so much merchandise. So it was just crazy. And I think that's what, where it all started was about was like, yo, we put in all this work. We laid down. And even though, you know, New Edition was definitely influenced by a bunch of groups and, you know, it was really kind of coming up as the new Jackson 5 when they came out, right? But to lay the foundation of of what they did and then for New Kids on the Black to come in and kind of do the exact same thing, right? it was like, nah, we got to let y'all know, like, this is where it started. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So don't get it twisted. Right. They was blowing up, man. They were huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They was huge. And they didn't have records that was nowhere near on the level of New Edition, but it was worldwide. They was what? they was selling records. Well, you know how that is. I mean, you know, it's kind of yeah. that's kind of the business, you know. Right, right. I mean, it's no accident that you know there was a right. group that was created exactly. exactly the same way as another group. You know, right, exactly. It's just like uh, you know, Hammer and Vanilla Ice, right? It's right, like, right. You know, oh, let's take you and and we're gonna duplicate you and make you, you know, the white MC Hammer, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing. So the next record I want to talk about is the classic. If it is in love, talk to me about that joint. It is, it is a classic for sure. This song is, I feel like, the epitome of what heartbreak is about. Like it's, it's, it really speaks to, you know, love what that. what they were dealing with at the t- what you know what teenagers were dealing with at the time, and and you know yeah. growing into men and all that stuff. It was exactly. kind of like exactly. It's very important for them to create a record that you know, spoke on this, Yes, you know, um, and it's, a, it's one of the realest emotions that you could put down on paper for real, for real. Right, like as, right. as, as far as the song goes, the production in this song is out of, out of control. It's out of sight. And, yep. um, it really just, to me, cemented new addition into history. This song is the, one of the most important songs I would say of that year, and and more importantly, one of the, the one of the greater uh, R and B records. I don't love her. I try to tell myself, but you can see it in my eyes. So don't deny. I can't fool no one else. The truth is in the tears I cry. Cause if it is love, why do I feel this? Stay on my mind. If it is love, why does it hurt so bad? Make me feel so sad inside. If it is love. I told her I'd never find 
for this and love is just oh man it's just one of those songs that it really plays with your emotions because of the way it's sung you know and the concept behind the song you know again written and produced by jimmy and terry you know it's like you said it's definitely representative of being young and trying to front when it comes to how you really feel about (laughs) somebody right you know, but it's like, you know, you can front for people all you want, but your emotions are your emotions, right? It's true. And this is something that, you know, almost every guy goes through when they're younger, like, and he's like, if it isn't love, why am I feeling like this? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't really, remember when he told his boys, um, um, I love, he's like, love her? Yeah, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you can't do that. You a sucker. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. So it was it was a great uh a great song to kind of represent that time in your life. You know, straight classic Jimmy and Terry. You know, they use that Lynn drum machine all over this album, oh, right? For sure. As we get that Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So and you know my line from the video, right? Look. The party's over. You know what I mean? That's the beginning of the video. You like, oh, it's on. So yeah, if it is a love, man, this is one of the first songs that I like just fell in love with by New Edition, so you know it's definitely a special one. And and forget to mention how like monumental the damn dancing was in the song. Oh my, you know what I mean? It's like everybody and their mom know this dance. You know, you know my part is though is the part where they um when Ralph be like, it took my heart, uh huh, and they be doing that backwards running man, yo, that's my favorite part, bro. I was like, yo, they be killing that in the video, dog. Yeah, New Edition was the illest, boy, for real. So, next record I want to talk about is that Any Heartbreak. How you feeling about that, Joe? Uh, this is another one, man. This is a classic record, you know. And um, and I guess, you know, it really speak spoke to what, you know, they were kind of dealing with, you know, being on the road and um, fans and, you know, trying to recognize what's real and what's not real. Right, right. Um, and... This is just one of those, again, I'm sure it was, a you know, a conversation that was had, you know, you know, between Jam and Lewis and the group. And it this really is, is one of those things that, you know, uh, shows that this is kind of what you go through when you're, you know, when you're famous, first and foremost. And then, right. you know, when you have to, you know, kind of deal with the, 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 the women on tour, you know, so. Right. This is a it's a it's a very clever song. Um, it's a, it's it, it sounds great. It feels good. Great song. In store signing autographs at the mall. Next in line was a fly girl standing tall. Simon name said, "Give me a call, baby." You know, the girls beat and faint, the dancing on the floor. The body gone, pulled out the back door. I never saw her anymore. It was an in store heartbreak. Thought she was on the TV. She said after the show, I'll be waiting for you. Cool. After the show, she got in the car and bought a seat. Her dad was the driver of the limousine. I didn't know she was only 13. It was a young girl heartbreak. I keep on thinking, don't get lonely. But they're far away from home. I've been in 20,000 people, but then they go home.
another another joint written and produced by Jimmy and Terry. I was just watching the video the other day, right? And I just realized that AJ Johnson from House Party, Shireen, mm-hmm. she was actually in the video dancing with Ron DeVoe. Oh, I didn't and I'm like, that. y'all watched that video mad times. I never noticed it. I don't know why, right? That's crazy. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, she killed it. She was in a bunch of videos back in the day. Like, you got to catch her. She was in um Alexander O'Neill's Criticized video, too. Really? Yeah, like, she'd be in a bunch of videos back in the day. Um, I think she was in Fishnet by uh, Morris Day. For real? I think, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, you got to catch her. She was in a lot of videos back in the day. Because, um, you know, she was an ill dancer. Mm-hmm. I heard that she was supposed to be. You remember how Rosie Perez was the um, choreographer for the Fly Girls, right? I think she was supposed to be the choreographer at first, but she got house party, I think, and didn't do it or something like that. Yeah, like she had got a movie role and then went and did the movie role instead of being the choreographer for the Fly Girls. But I think she was supposed to have that job though. But you see, like in House Party, like she was a do- she was a dope dancer. Yeah, she was killing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, but yeah, man, any heartbreak. It's a great song. It, it captures what they was going through in their young lives. You know, it's like yeah, it's fun traveling all over the world, performing, meeting new women. But at the same time, you know, you gonna catch feelings for somebody, right? And then you may never see them again. Right. And that's gonna always be on your mind. And that's like the the, the heartbreak. Of being in New Edition, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I thought it was a great song. And again, you know that these songs are coming from a real place and real conversations, and that's what makes them special, too. Right. Because you know, this is stuff they just sat around and, and it was saying prior to Jimmy and Terry, and then boom, here we here we go with a song, you know? Right. Um, and you know that remix was dope. You know, they put the edge on it. You know, it, it was a little closer, like I said before, a little closer to the New Jack style. You know what I'm saying? Mike Bivens had the ill rhyme on that joint, right. so any heartbreak was the joint. Don't forget the pumps. Don't, don't, don't forget the pumps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so next record I want to talk about is Crucial. Talk to me about that joint. You know, um, it's a, it's another great song, you know, about, like, like love, man, and, and you know, and, and, you know, having that, that one that one woman, you know, um, it's to me, like, I love the way that this comes on. It reminds mm-hmm. me of, um, like, like, you know, some of Janet's, uh, right. Right. Intros. Right. Yeah. Um, this, this song to me, man, is, is just, it's, it was a really important song. I feel like for them, um, to really speak on again, we're, cause we're driving home the, 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 the love in this one. Right. You know, and um, this is just, a, it was a great song. It's a great one to listen to. And um, it really follows the form and flow of the album.
definitely, definitely. This one uh, was written by Jelly Bean Johnson and Lisa Keith, and you know we've talked about oh, yeah. Lisa Keith a bunch on this show. Jelly Bean Johnson produced it. It's that same collaboration of when they did Criticize. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they did this record, and this is a record I just really appreciate the production on. Like I love you listen to the claps on this record. The keyboard riffs and Jelly Bean was always great at putting that rock and roll edge on the records. Right? right, he was just excellent at having, um, you know, like the smooth keyboards and everything that that Jimmy and Terry was doing, but adding that rock and roll to it. You right. know, so he was great at that, and it, it, the song had a lot of edge to it. So, love crucial. Now let's get into that song of the week, right? Mm-hmm. So this week's song of the week. We're going to keep it new edition. It's a record called Newness. Now, another one produced by Jimmy and Terry, written by Jimmy, Terry, Ralph did some writing, Prof T from Low Key, and Ron did the rap on, on, on this record. Now, this song came out in 2004 on a One Love LP. Um, this album, you know, it has some joints on it. You know, I, if you're a true any fan, I know you heard it, but some people might not have heard that album. It's the joint that had, you know, um, what was that? Hot Tonight was Hot on that tonight, joint. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the, you know, the, yo, remember MTV Jams was playing that joint like back to back to oh, back yeah. to back? That joint yo, was banging. That joint was playing crazy back then. But um, but yeah. So, you know, um, I remember I used to be on the bus and the train running this album, man. And Newness was always one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like Jam and Lewis always knew how to make the perfect New Edition records. Like, that's the sound that New Edition is supposed to have. And this song is, like, representative of the married version version of New Edition, right? right. It's like, you know, uh, Ron comes in. He got this smooth smooth rap you know um i just love how the song is about like even though you may have been with someone for a long time it can still be fresh and new after many years and it just showed another level of new edition's maturity right um and it's just a great beautiful song and i feel like we need another new edition album now yeah and i'm sure that they're gonna their show improve too because it ain't like they missed a step right exactly so how you feel about newness um, I love the way that this song is sang, yo. Especially the chorus. Um, yeah, yeah. This it, just is. It, it's 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 kind of one of them songs when you hear it, you you know, like this is right. this is the one, you know, right, like so. Right. Um, every time I I play it, I, I just you know you, I get into a zone and um, yeah. and when I'm listening to it, and it's just it's a really great record, you know, like yeah. and um, I didn't know Jam and Lewis produced it, but I mean, I I, I, I can understand. Yeah. Now, <laughs> like how that's the case. So yeah, they did, yeah. Man. and and again, they they didn't tamper with the formula. If you right. look, they put Johnny in the right place. Yep. Put Ralph in the, like when Ralph come, like Johnny leads it right, mm-hmm. and Ralph come in super smooth. They put Rick in the right place on the bridge. Like right. Ron comes in with you know the Ron's rap, rap was dope on this joint. Yeah. So they knew exactly where to put everybody. It's like, man, you got to give these guys. These guys are true producers, and they know how to make great songs.
thought I'd be still cool. Uh-huh. Mm. Crazy ideas I've been thinking every minute. Cause I miss you. beautiful record if you never heard it gotta check it out this week because it's a it's a it's a classic by new edition that should have been a single i don't know if you know bad boy was probably trying to go in a different direction at that time with the singles but newness should have definitely been a single or like you said give me rewrite the memories yeah that was that's you know what i'm saying give me rewrite the memories like yeah another one you know that's jamming lewis too was it I mean, I, I guess again, I, I guess I could I could see how that's the yeah. case because it's like those are my some of my favorite songs. I guess right. you know when you hear a Jam and Lewis record, it's right. kind of like it's almost automatic. Right, exactly. Yeah, man, newness, classic. All right, so we're gonna get back into this album, right? Now you got to remember, right? So I had the cassette, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So this is this is side B now. If you had to now, remember I got, I got the CD from the girl, right? You know, I, she might have took that back. I can't remember the story on that, right? But I had the cassette. You put you flip that joint over. This was the B side, right? So now we got to get into that. You're not my kind of girl. Right. Talk to me about and, that. you know for this to be the first song on the B side is cra- if crazy. You never, if you never heard the album, crazy. You know I mean? Like yeah, it, this song is ridiculous. Um, the concept itself is just one of those like man how did they come up with you know like how did they come up with this and was and able to put this in a in a song in in that way and i, I it this it was just um it was excellent songwriting um the way that it was sang was great uh like you said where, where uh where Johnny is at you know he had yes. his moments where he kind of was you know he would yes. go he would get off and, and do what he was supposed to do and all of that so it was just kind of like this is an excellent song you right. know what i mean like right again another one written and produced by Jimmy and Terry right and when i was a kid listening to this song i didn't really get it mm-hmm. right but as I became older, I got it, right? Like, you could be the flyest, most beautiful girl, right? And it'd be like, nah, nah, that ain't going to work, right? Now, from the outside, it looked like you don't got any flaws, but right. you still know you're like, nah, nah, yeah. you ain't it, right? right? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when I was younger, I just didn't get Like, how could yeah. she be all, it's not the looks, you know what I'm right. saying? It's not your style. You it's got like, all this going for you. How could you not be the girl, right? But when you right. get older... You have an understanding, you know what I'm saying, which, of which, how that can happen. Exactly, which 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 points exactly to that growth that they they, they yeah. had. You know what I'm saying? So this is it, yo. I'm telling you, this is like 
a very well thought out album. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, right. and and yeah, I mean, there are situations like this. You know what I mean? That people, right. you know, like look, you know, you you look good, but right. you know, um, I, I need more than that, or you right. know what I mean, or whatever right. whatever it is that I right. need. You know, and then to have the break off where, you know, the fellas is talking and it's kind of like, you know, I don't know what this dude is talking about over here. You know what I'm saying? But right, for me, right. like she's If flying. I had it, I know what I'd do with you know it. But if you had it, what would you do? But it's just like, yo, this is, <laughs> that's not for me. And 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 and, right, and, it, right. and it really shows that that growth because they were able to, you're able to, to, to distinguish what is right. for you and what is not for you. That's all about growing up. So it's a great exactly. song. Yo, I love the video, right? Where at the beginning they do that fly out move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, man. Yo, and the dudes from the movie, yo, they did they thing. When they recreated the video, Yeah, I was like, yo, I gave them they props because they nailed it, man. And it's hard to have that kind of precision that New Edition has. And, you, you know, you could pull that off. So I get them, brothers. They props. The movie is a great movie in general. You know, you know what my issue is is BT is fronting and don't want to drop it on on Blu-ray <laughs> or DVD or something. I'm like, why y'all playing on my emotions? Where I gotta keep signing up for an app to watch the new edition movie? I yeah. want my own copy, right? You know what I'm saying? But I ain't even gonna get that because that's gonna mess my energy up. You right, know what I'm right. saying? I'm gonna stay right here where I'm at, right? But um, you know the video they had the fly white suits on. You know what I love is the key changes on this record. Mm-hmm. And and I know you're a person that understands that, like you know, when they go, um, oh girl, like just the key changes yeah. that they were using, yeah, yeah, were epic on this song. Then Rick comes, in, I'm not trying to put you down, yeah, yo, like yeah. this joint right here is everything, brother. And sound. just the just the bounce on the song too, that yes. kind of, it, it, you know, yes. for it to be an R and B record, it, it it really had like a, I don't know how to describe it, you know, but you can feel it, right? Yeah. Next record I want to talk about is Super Lady. Talk to me about that joint. Super Lady is dope. Um, it, it absolutely speaks to you know um, finding that that one person that you know that you want to be with, and you know how, like almost like how can you how do you how are you making me feel like this? You right. know what I'm saying? Like and and you know because you're a Super Lady because this is you know this is just who you are. This is how you make me feel, and I think that. Um, 
again it plays right in with the 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 this new edition love record. Yes. Um and it's just a great it's a great record. Yes. This song was actually written by the group group members, right? Mm-hmm. And it was produced by Jimmy and Terry. And what's interesting is Super Lady is the one song that really doesn't sound like a Jimmy and Terry production. Uh-huh. But I think that worked well because it was a song that was written by the group and maybe they came with some, you know, style of the music that already in Jimmy and Terry just kind of helped them put it together. You right. know what I mean? Um but you know what's funny about Super Lady is I don't think this record was on the vinyl or the tape version. But well, I know it wasn't on the tape version because Super Lady wasn't on my tape. Really? And I think people who had the wax didn't have Super Lady. I think Super Lady was like a CD only cut. Right. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people didn't know what. Like when I would have conversations with people later on down the line, people didn't know what Super Lady was. Right. Like if right. I would play it, they'd be like, "Yo, what's that?" Like, because they was used to either having the vinyl or the tape back in the day. Right. A Super Lady was like, a, I guess, a bonus CD kind of situation that they used to do back in the day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, Super Lady's a great joint. Like, the group, they came and, you know, and wrote it. And it had a, a little bit of a different style than the other records on the album. But it still came off great, you know. And, uh, you know, Ralph did his thing, you know, with the leads on this joint, you know. So, love right. Super Lady. When I'm alone with you, you know just what I want to do, girl. To hold you in my arms, loving you all over, baby. we got to talk about the untouchable <laughs> can you stand the rain talk uh, to me about this it's class you know i know you got a lot to say about this record, i got a man. whole lot to say <laughs> 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 this record is phenomenal first of all you know, just, let's just talk about like the writing on it like for this is probably one of the most real songs ever written right. you know because yeah go ahead yeah. Nah, i'm just i'm, I'm with no, you no yeah, yeah cuz yeah. Be- because for them to be able to 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 pack the truth about what real love is yeah. into a a uh into a song yeah is 
phenomenal. And then the backdrop of music that they put to it, it just was, you know, I wonder, sometimes I wonder if Jam and Lewis like knew that, you know, like, like this was going to be the one, like as they were creating it, because it just, right. uh, it just, I just don't understand how it couldn't be anything, but I know, but that, you know, and right. then, and then exactly. to hear them perform the song, yeah, man, it was just phenomenal. And actually, yeah. it was it was covered by uh, Boys to Men. They uh, did do that. On. I remember that. They did. Yeah, yeah. it was it was more that. of an acapella type of deal. It but it was, was it was really yeah. that was really cool that they did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, this is a classic record and uh, one that will forever go down in history as uh, a, an important record for the true lovers out there. Definitely. Love unconditional. I'm not asking just of you. saying for years i always told you <laughs> this is hands down one of the greatest songs ever written yeah just the lyrics like the you know the production amazing mm -hmm. the, the the vocal performance amazing right but when you just think about the concept of using weather in exchange for the ups and downs of love and life that's incredible genius. that's genius right yeah. jimmy and terry genius mm -hmm. You know, I always say, right, if you're planning on being with somebody, you got to make sure that they can stand the rain. Mm -hmm. When the money is flowing, you got the cars, you got the jewelry and all that. The sun is out, right? <laughs> Everybody loves when the sun is out, right. right? But what if you don't have those things, right? It's like, can you stand the rain, right? And then they say storms will come, this we know for sure. Mm -hmm. Nobody in life has a life just full of just high moments, right? right. We know life has got valleys and peaks, right? Yep. So that's the beautiful thing about this song is it make you say like, yo, when things turn and I don't have everything, you know, that may be material or whatever, you know, can you stand the rant is powerful. Like when I think about the greatest songs ever written, like, you know, when you think about like James Brown, the big payback, right? this is up there with them type of songs, you right. know what I'm saying? For real, because anybody who can write, I don't know karate, but I know crazy. <laughs> genius, bro. Yeah, you a genius for that. On. You know just, what I'm saying? So I love Can You Stand the Rain? And then when you get into 
they let Johnny lead on this track. Oh, my right? God. Right. Perfect lead. Ralph coming super smooth when I need somebody, right? Yep. The This is a song, it don't matter when it comes on, it will hypnotize you and you will fall right into this song. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And You Stand in the Rain is just such a special song. I don't know how you could not like this song. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Straight classic, man. Straight classic. So, next record I want to talk about is Competition. And I feel like you got some some things you want to say when it comes to the song. So, I'm going to let you go ahead and do your thing. Yeah, so so um, I was, you know going over the album like you know I'm supposed to and, and and really listening to the album. And this was kind of one of those songs that I really forgot about. Mm-hmm. Like I forgot how good the record was, right? Because you know like when it comes on it's kind of it's just kind of dramatic or whatever. But then you know like you know you get to you know listening to what the lyrics are and then you get to that chorus and it's like yeah. oh my God. Yeah. I haven't heard this song in, in years. So right, right. this song is incredible because it speaks to, again, what they were, you know, dealing with at the time and, and you know, and really being like, you know, instead of us, you know, uh, you know, not working together and being combative and, and this and right. that, it's like, you know, we should work together. And, and it was about yeah. like, like brotherhood and coming right, together. Right, and I really right. just felt like, again, this was, it's almost like they had like this, this, whiteboard of like okay this is where the group is and then Mm. they kind of just spoke on each one of these different subjects and created a song based on that and i really just feel like this was genius for them because it was like it really spoke to being in a group and you know having to deal with with you know other personalities and things like that and just general um camaraderie so this is it was an excellent song um and you know the production was great it's just it's classic. Competition is the world summarized in just one word. And you know what I mean. It's competing with friends. Will it ever end? I'm losing all of my patience. I need a way out. And so. I could have, you know, said anything better or even, you know, add anything, man. You know, competition. It's a great song. This song was actually written by Ralph, right? Really? Ralph wrote the song and um, Ralph and Jellybean Johnson actually did the production on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it kind of gives you, uh, you know, again, like I said, Jimmy and Terry allowed them to come in and be a part of the production and writing process. And this is one of the songs that came out of that man and it's a great song like it fits the album well right it's a great uh concept like you said and ralph is just uh you know he laid the vocals down on this joint he did so you know competition great song 
we got to get into the next record, which is I'm Coming Home. Touch on that, John, for me. I I, uh, I really think that this, uh, the, the, the initial concept of this song is great because it like, you know, it starts off like, you know, oh, man, like the tour is over. Like, I'm glad that we kind of yeah. are finally wrapping up. And then it's right, like, I right. know what I'm about to do. Right. I'm right. about to call my woman right, right quick. You know what I'm right. saying? So, and it was just, that was just dope to have Mike doing that yeah. and all that stuff. And He's um, like, I'm gonna call my girl <laughs> right now. <laughs> and um, this song is great because it kind of, you know, it's like, man, like you know, they've had to deal with like the, you know, the what's going on in the, you know, on on tour and all of that stuff, and then just finally coming home to their families and all of that stuff was, it's like really important for them to speak on that type of stuff. Being in, again, being in a group and being on tour and definitely being a, a big group, yeah. And so, um, I think that uh, I love the way that um this song was sang right, and then I love the bridge. Um, come on, man! Oh you my gonna God. go? You gonna go there already? I thought listen. you was gonna say some other things before you listen. before you hit because me with that, the bridge. Because, because that's the fir- when I when I think of this song, it's like the first thing that I oh, go to goodness, is how bro. good this bridge is. It's oh, it's ridiculous. And we and you know we just said that they bridge masters. Yeah, of course. I done been course. said it. Listen, if y'all know, go back and listen to some of these old episodes. I said <laughs> to y'all on the first episode, the Jamie Lewis was bridge masters. Right, right, right. Oh my goodness! Yeah, go ahead, man. Talk about the, the bridge, the, man. I mean, like the oh my god! It's just it the way that it switches from like I, I think it changes key and then it and then it goes into the chorus. But it's just like the way that they were able and when to, they was dropping the dropping it out for Johnny. Oh my! A god. way too long drop. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, oh um, my goodness! Yeah, it, this production wise, this this song is phenomenal. Um, and it's it's one of those like. Near and dear ones to me because it's like I can I can understand like 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 that, you know, I, it's almost like I was there like I you know, like like feeling how they're feeling, right. you know, as they were recording it. So this is it's just it's a phenomenal song, man. So I'm coming home, right? <laughs> Written and produced by Jimmy and Terry. Right. I always thought that if Bobby was still in the group. This is a song that he would have did his thing on. I don't know why. Mm. Like when I listen to Heartbreak, I don't really think about Bobby kind of uh, being a part of the group and adding certain things. But this song here is the one song right. that I'm like, yo, I think Bobby would have killed this joint. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just, it's always on my mind or whatever. But there is nothing like I'm Coming Home. It's such a beautiful song. Like you said, man, Johnny comes in with the ill breakdown. Then they put Ralph mm-hmm. in the background. You know what I'm saying? Right. Why he's saying it way too long. Right. Oh my goodness. You got the backgrounds with the reverb. And then you got the upfront ad libs from Ralph with the it, yeah, yo. It's crazy. That thing is monstrous. Yeah. Right? Classic. Again, the genius of Jam and Lewis, right? They knew when to do what and where to place each member on the record. Yep. This is one of the records that I always wanted to do them to do in concert, but I never heard them do it. Mm-hmm. I never like maybe they did it back in the day. Again, if anybody went on that heartbreak tour, please leave us a comment and let us know. But this is a record that, like, even if you go um, 
on YouTube or whatever, you see them, you know, constantly. I never hear them do I'm Coming Home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is definitely a fan favorite for anybody that's an any for life. Bro. Yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, this should have been a single back in the day with a video because I think it really was a major thing for the heartbreak theme, mm. right? It definitely you know would. It saying? definitely would have been a great music video for sure. Yes. Yeah. You know, this song is representative of their life on the road and wanting to get back to their ladies back home. And it's just, man, this, and this, the, the, bruh, the production, like, mm-hmm. bruh, this is a joint you can listen to with just the instrumental. Mm-hmm. Just, and that, yo, I said that before <laughs> by Jamie Lewis, bruh, like, uh-huh. their stuff, yo, you don't even need no lyrics. Yeah. That's why, I, see, I couldn't have been, I couldn't have been Jaren I'd have been too cocky. And I'm yeah. a very nice, humble dude. <laughs> but I've been like, how you going to tell me anything and I produced I'm Coming Home? Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell. I don't care if it wasn't a single. You can't tell me nothing at that point. You right. know what I'm saying? So, oh, man. Love, I'm Coming Home. Let's get into the next record. Last and final record on the album, Boys to Men. Talk to me about this. I love this. Yeah, I love this record. I love this record because um it this is really what this is all about. This this album is all about is is you know growing from boys to men, you know? Like, and I really think that like it was really well thought out. And I wonder if this was maybe one of the first records that was actually created. You know how, like, in a lot no, of times it was that actually the last song really? that they wrote for the album. Yes. Really, Boys the Men was the last song that Jimmy and Terry wrote, and I'll get into a little bit more of that. But wow. yeah, last song. Yep. Yeah, I you know, um, I love the I, I love the way that this was produced. I love the way that they sang on it. Um, I, I, <laughs> they finally gave uh, Johnny a, 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 a moment to kind of do his thing right, and, right, and, right. and go off like how he he want to go off or whatever. It just right. and it was like it, it um, the the Ralph's parts really complemented how you know Johnny was able to to go right. and do his own. It was just it was 
excellent. Like the performance on this song is excellent. And it was impactful and a great, great record. Growing up can be a pain. You're not a man until you come by Jimmy and Terry. Like I said, this was the last song they wrote for the album, which is very interesting because it's the last song on the album. And, you know, um, Johnny didn't like this song, right? And the story's been told a bunch of times. He actually hated the song. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He he hated the song. And he was on some like, yo, y'all didn't gave them all these other great songs to sing lead on. And you give me this? He felt like it was garbage. Like, he called it garbage, bro. Yeah, you know crazy. what I'm saying? So I mean, you know, was this at the time he was saying this, or was this like at the like, time? Right. Yeah. Right, right. He he did not like the song, right? But they convinced him to do it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, too, I'm gonna tell you another funny story. Johnny Gill didn't want to do my my my. So really, yeah. That, I heard Babyface did an interview and said that um, Johnny didn't like my my my. It goes to show you, like sometimes, like the the producers really know. They do. They know. Yeah, they do. You know, and it's kind of like you, you know, you ha- you have your own interpretation yeah. of what you know, what direction you want to go in. But sometimes, right. the producer knows what's best. You know, they do. They do. And Johnny's whole thing was, you know what? Like, you gonna give me this this song? Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a murderer. That was his whole thing. Like, right. I'm gonna show y'all. Like, don't play with me. I'm a I'm a singer. This is what you want me to do. I'm gonna do it. And he winds up killing it and giving this great vocal performance. Excellent performance, yeah. Yeah, you know, and this is like his signature. Besides Can You Stand the Rain, this is like his signature song on the album. Right. You know what I mean? Because this is his song. Right, right. right. Um, So it was always funny to me that, like, he really did not (laughs) like this song. And this song really showcased what Johnny was about to bring in his solo career. Because, like I said, the songs that he has as as a teen were not as powerful as Right, right. This song represented the entire journey New Edition was on at the time. They were no longer kids making teen music. They were mature men now. And this song summed that up and it closed out the album. And just like you saw in the movie, Boys the Men loved the song so much, they wind up naming their group right. after the song. Right. Again, 
the magic of Jam and Lewis, right? And this is a song that always felt so good. Anytime you hear those first keys, boom, 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 yeah. that's all you need to hear. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that, just hearing that, you're like, oh my god. And and like, and the like the 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 like cowbells that were yeah. kind of off to the left and right. Yo, that was yeah. dope. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Like, you know, and if you listen closely, like you hear um Rick's background vocals with the keep on learning. Right, like, right. oh my goodness, they killed this job, man. Boys the Men is just special, special song. But uh yeah, bro. No time it is. You know, this is the thing, man. Like if like and I and I've you know, I always we kind of always go back and forth about man. Like this is really gonna be hard to come up with, right? You know, right. a top three, and like this album doesn't make it any easier at all. Definitely like it's, not. it's it's not really easy at all. It's really difficult because the the writing prowess, yeah, that went on on this record is just phenomenal. Yeah, you know, and um, so I mean, how do you want to do it? You want to start? or You want me to go? I'll go ahead and and, and do this. You know, because um, I think mine would be a little easier. I think one thing that was tough for me was, you know, like you have to pick the three, right? And you're kind of like, okay, they're all, you know, your favorites, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you don't want to pick one and make it seem like it's better than the other. So I just right. went with the ones, I, I guess, that really pull on my heartstrings and touch my emotions. Yeah, same and with that's me. The, that's the three that I'm going to go with, right? right. So like, cause like I love you're not my kind of girl. That's really a record that I really love. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give you the three that really pull on my heartstrings. Number mm-hmm. three, gotta go with that boys the men. Okay. Again, Johnny Gill kills it. Beautiful background vocals. Love the keyboards. Everything on that. It just really makes you feel some type of way. It's a really great song. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm coming home. Save oh. tomorrow for me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Gotta go with I'm Coming Home is number two. And I want it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For real. Love that song. Number one, gotta go with that Can You Stand the Rain, bro. Yeah. One of the greatest songs ever written in the history yeah. of music. I, I, I figured I figured that that was... I, you know what? You kind of threw a curveball when I'm coming home, but... You wasn't ready for yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that what you, what you thought? What you thought I was going to come with? I, I thought you were going to go with... Um, uh, if it isn't love, if it isn't love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's one of my favorites, right? But it's like the three that I would say, like, because I had to figure out how I was going to do my top three. Because again, I could have had if it isn't love. I could have had you're not my kind of girl, right? right? I could have had where it all started. So, right. but I was like, what are the three that really pull on my heartstrings? And these are the three that do that. So that's that's what I went. With. Right. Um, what you got? Okay. So so my three. This is how it goes. So number three is Boys to Men. So we kind of was okay. on the same okay. wavelength yeah, on that. Yeah. Um it's just something about that record, man. It's like every time right, every right. time I turn it on, I am not turning it off. Like it's, it's right. I'm singing that whole thing. So Again, another song that could have been a single, right? right like Exactly. I'm coming home in Boys to Men. MCA should have put up some more money back in the day to do them videos. Bobby had 17 videos back in the day, <laughs> bro. Yo, right. Bobby had a video for Don't Be Cruel, My Prerogative, Rock With You, uh-huh. right? Right. Um what else did he have? He had a live version of Roni. He had every little step video. Yep. Then he did the on our own video. Damn. He had a lot of videos. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm crazy. saying. I think I think they should have did a couple more for new edition. Yeah. 
I, yeah. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't think that it was going to be as. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Well, Bobby was selling so many records that they had to keep keep pushing it. Like right, when you right. sell them like that, they got to keep dropping singles right, and videos. Right. Yeah. So, um, my number two is if it isn't love. I just again, mm. it's 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 just something about that. Yeah. Um, when I hear that song and um and and you know every time I hear it, like I I just think about the video, bro. Like I love right. the video so much. No. That um. <laughs> It's just, it's just, it's just one of my go tos, and I, th- I feel like my number one's gonna, gonna, gonna throw you off. Um, my number one is where it all started. Mm. Yo, now this is the thing, right? I love where it all started. First of all, because of how it comes, like on the, on the, um, the album, like in the order that it, that it comes. Right, in. right. But because it, like, it's, I love that song and and how it was performed and the and the funkiness of it, and then. For it to transition into if it isn't love, this is why I love right, those two songs so much right, exactly, because it's like it was exactly. it's perfect, you know yeah. what I mean? So um, yeah, where it all started is you didn't know we was coming back yeah. like this on them, my brother. I thought that was so. <laughs> I thought that was dope too because it was like you know you thought you thought it was a game when you thought right, we was coming back. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's the truth right there, yo. For real. But yeah, man, the Heartbreak album, special album to me and a whole lot of other people all over the world. It it really just captures a great time in music. And it's just a beautiful sounding record. You could just run it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy because I noticed, right, some of the albums that I really adore and love the most, I don't play all the time mm-hmm. because they're so special that when you put them on, you know you're going to run it. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, yo, like if I'm on shuffle or something and one of these songs come on, I'm, now I'm like, I got to, okay, I got to hit the button and now I got to run it from the top of the album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because it's like that special to me. So yeah, yeah man. But um, did you want to touch on anything before we uh, get into the love note? I, I think that it's very important for um, the, 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 this, the younger generation to really hear um an album like this, you know, like to appreciate the, um, the production and the, and the performances. I think that, um, you know, it's, there's less and less emphasis on, you know, how, um, you know, something is created and, and, um, you know, the effort that's put into it and the heart and soul, blood, sweat and tears and things like that. I think that it's important for the young generation to really know your history and, and, and go back to an album like this and really, really listen and feel because, you know, in order to create our future, you need to know some history, you know, you need Absolutely. to, and I feel like it's very important for that. Um, especially if you don't want to be a musician. So, you know, go back and look at Jam and Lewis and Jelly Bean and, and, um, and new edition and really just lend an ear and, and pay attention to, you know, this great body of work. Definitely check out the Heartbreak album if you never heard it. Uh, you know, if you have heard it and you know about it, throw it back on this week so you can kind of vibe on all the songs that we've been talking about. You know, this is definitely an uh, episode dedicated to the Any for Lifers. And anybody that's not, we're trying to make you an Any for Lifer. Get on you know board. what I mean? So, yeah, but on that note, we're going to get into the love note. Remember, love is never happy when others do wrong but is excited whenever the truth wins out. The more we have love for the truth, the easier it will be to love others. On that note, 
We're going to get out of here. I thank my brother for coming on again and doing this episode with me. Mm -hmm. We out of here. Peace.